0: The Rebbe says that it was discussed earlier in the Fabrengen and this is the obvious simple din oso enigla that even though chay v'nish l'psume that a person is meant to get intoxicated on Purim till he doesn't know the difference between Odor Haman and Baruch Mordechai nevertheless it's obvious that as far as um conducting himself practically of course he has to conduct himself in a way which is um to, Orur Hamon, that curse are all the negative things, and Baruch Mordechai, blessed are all the positive things. That means that all of the in, in things of Haman, negative things, are in a way of Orur. That means it's completely out of the question, and the person is distancing himself from them completely. And all matters of Mordechai, all matters of good, are in a way of Boruch, meaning that they are blessed and they are precious by him. That's what he is pursuing, that's what he is being mahadir, that's what he's trying to do in the very, very best way. The question is, seemingly, how could these two things go together? On the one hand, he is loyal, he doesn't know the difference between Arur Haman and Baruch Mordechai, and yet he's learning Torah and doing mitzvahs while knowing clearly that Arur Haman and Baruch Mordechai. So the Rebbe says, well, understand this, based on first explaining the special quality of a Yid, that the gives him koiches to withstand all sorts of challenges and concealments, he should be able to be a Yid that learns Torah and do mitzvahs in every single circumstance. However, for some people this goes right from the outset in the straight path. However, there's sometimes a situation where a person has sinned and messed up, but nevertheless he too is guaranteed, no Yid will ever be pushed away from the Abishta completely. The Rebbe says to point out that this is actually relevant to each and every Yid, from the smallest of the small to the greatest of the great. Because we find that Hakadosh Baruch Tzadikim that the Ebreisher is very particular with tzaddikim and things that may seem very very small, like a little here's uh, like a little here, and not only that, but sometimes this chut saira, this l- seemingly little thing by a tzaddik, may impact, it may be more relevant, even more than what you would consider a big thick rope by a simple person. And therefore it needs to be clarified that even Sadiqim needed to do chuva and with mirrus with bitterness, etc, for even, even for things that seem to be very, very thin and small, but in relation to their level, Hashem is particular with them as well. But the point is, as mentioned earlier, that every single yid is connected to Hashem, ispoir. And since we know this, so it's understood that even when one sins, he's still considered a Yid, because we understand that this is only a temporary situation, and eventually, of course, he will do Tshuva, and then it will be revealed what he has in his penimius. This is also what the Rambam Paskins, and Luchas Gerishim, that each and every Yid, even someone that's intentionally going against what based in his ordering him, even a very, uh, a based in that has a proper smicha going back all the way to the time of Moshe Rabbeinu and so on. And even such a person, we know clearly that Bipnimius, he wants to do everything that Hashem wants. He wants to do all the mitzvahs and distance himself from the Averis. It's only his, the Zahara is getting the better of him. But it's only an oinus, in other words, it's something really not what it's, uh, it's not really what he's all about. As we know, the concept of an oinus, when someone does something by force, it's even lighter than a shoigeg. Because we could say by avera uh, we also have the concept that a person only does an aaveira, and a fo- some, uh, spirit of foolishness has overcome him. But even by shoigeg, we say he needs some sort of kapara. Whereas when a person is in a state of oinus, then we say the Torah exempts him completely. And this is really what we're saying regarding a person doing an avera. that Yitzri, who Sha'an said that it's his Yetzirah, so to speak, that forced him to do it. But the Pnimius, of course, he wants to do all the right things. Says the Rebbe, this idea of this Pnimi, this inner desire of a Jew to do all the mitzvahs and the will of Hashem is not something that's connected with Seichel, with logic. Because as far as Seichel is concerned, it's possible that he should go and rebel against Hashem. And furthermore, it's possible that even his Ratzin and his Tainug, his desire, and his, his pleasures and delights may also be elsewhere. But here we're speaking about a panimius that's way higher, not only than the internal and faculties of the person, but even higher than his Ratzin and his tainuk. And this is the idea which we call the pintel yid that's inside of each and every Jew, that's always complete, and this is why the yidden are called Yehudim, because they have the Yud in a complete way, meaning to say that they have that Pintal yud, the deepest connection with Hashem is always complete. Says the Rebbe from this week can understand that even when a Yid is in a situation of Libsumi when he's intoxicated in a way that he doesn't know the difference between Orr Homan and Baruch Mordechai, that means he's in a state where his Seichel, where his logic... Is not functioning, and even his rots and his, his will and his delight are not functioning in a regular way because he's he's intoxicated. Nevertheless, since because as in his penimius, he wants to do everything that Hashem wants, as mentioned from the Rambam. So therefore, automatically, he will do what the Abishta wants according to the kavanah of Hashem. The Rebbe brings an example from this for this from a person looking in the mirror that even though. When you look in the mirror, you could see clearly the full image of a person, but the truth of the matter is that that image does not have any desire and delight and other faculties on its own. And whatever the person looking in the mirror is going to do, so the one image in the mirror is obviously going to act in that way automatically. In a similar way, in the Nimshol, we say, Like when you look in the water and you see the reflection of your face. So to the heart of a Yid is to Hashem, that means that the person is only, so to speak, acting in accordance and copying the Adam that's in the mirror, so to speak, only doing what Hashem wants, the way Hashem is. We also know the Apostle says Hashem Tzilcha, Hashem is your shade or your shadow. this explains like a shadow that turns wherever the person goes in a similar way, is Hashem, so to speak, your shadow. But in order for Hashem to be your shadow, that's when you are completely nullifying yourself from your own existence, that you don't have your own desire, you just do whatever the way Hashem wants in an automatic way. To use the expression, you nullify your will for Hashem's will. And then, through that, Hashem will also make your will like His will. This is what the Gemara says, that one of them said that I'm thankful to my head that when it comes to moedim, automatically my head bows. In other words, it's not even a matter of logic and sechel, not even a matter of desire, will, and delight, but rather it's as if it's by itself that because he's a is truly a part of Hashem, so automatically he acts according to the way his essence wants. So, from all of this, we understand that there's no contradiction between the demand of getting Lipsumi Adolo till you don't know between Orin and Baruch Mordechai, and at the very same time, coming from your essence, you're going to do automatically everything that Hashem wants, the way it's supposed to be. says the Rebbe, this is also what it says, regarding Purim, Of course, first of all, there is a simple meaning, so on the one hand, there is Simcha in the literal sense, until you completely don't know, what's going on, as said before, but at the same time, the Gemara says, Oira refers to Toira, and Simcha refers to Yamtiv, and Sosem refers to Milo, and Yikar refers to Philan, and as Rashi explained, because these are all things that was the Gzeira against in the time of Ahasuerus and Haman. But seemingly, if one is drunk, if one is in the state of Simcha, how is it possible that he's also fulfilling all these other things that Chazal say regarding Oira ve Simcha ve Yikar? But as explained, this is no contradiction, because at the time when the person has Simchas Purim, the deepest Pnimeas of the Yid comes out, as it was in the days of Purim that all of the Yid, from young to old, children and women, etc. We're all standing in a mode of Mesir nefesh as the Medrash says regarding the children, that their mothers brought them food and drink and they refused to eat and drink. This is for three days and three nights because they said, we are with Mordechai our Rebbe, whether for life or death, that means even the little children that didn't even come to the age of mitzvahs yet, even the little children that didn't come to the level of das yet, to knowledge and understanding, nevertheless, they had Mesir nefesh in an open way, which is in other words, the idea of the Pnimi is being revealed. And at this point, there's no need to clarify anything because automatically the person does according to that which comes from his essence, who he's a part of, that means, or whatever the essence, the Kami kamimal inside of him wants, of course, the Yid is going to act in that way. Says the Rebbe, the whole point of Purim, of course, like all Yomim Toivim, is that it should also come down into the rest of the year. So this is the demand and the request. And the command that even after Purim, when we sort of come down from that state of Lubsumi ad we still remain with those things of Oireh and Simchas Yomtev and the times of Yomim Toivim, and from there coming down to the rest of the times, because Yomtev sanctifies all time. We also have Sasein zumila, which is the idea of making a covenant, of making a bond to all matters of alikus. We have Yikare Elut Filin, which is the general idea of fulfilling all mitzvahs, as the Razal tells us regarding Tefillin, that all the Torah is compared to Tefillin. And of course the Koyach for all of that is from Lipsumi B'Purim, when we stand on Purim in a state of Adloyad. Says the Rebbe, what we take from all of this practically is, that when we come out from Purim, we have to take Achloto, to add throughout the whole year in the matters of Oirazut Torah all the way to the Yakare Lutfil and all the mitzvahs and in a way of complete simcha, because if Sashem be simcha, and through that we draw down also into all the gashmizdika things, that it should be a year, filled with ayra v'simcha v'sasim v'yikar, in the literal sense.